the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. You've tuned into Black and Right. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. And leading that revolution are your hosts, Charles Love and John Anthony. Well, hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Charles Love is not in on today. But today I have, you know, everybody knows this guy because he's always calling in. And, you know, we always have to tell him, hey, Verlon, you got 20 seconds before you, um, you got 20 seconds to answer the questions or give us a question or make a comment or make a statement. Verlon Galloway's here with us today. Thanks for having me. Hey, no, no problem, brother. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, just a little, just a quick programming note, Brandon. Sorry, buddy. Um, your buddy, uh, Mike Lindell, had to cancel today. Uh, he's been doing, uh, I think I counted 14 interviews uh, since Friday, I believe it was. Man, I was hoping to get my pillow signed. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he won't be in today, um, but he and I uh, talked. We're going to reschedule. I'm going to try to get him in the studio now. He's going to have to come into the studio now. How about that? Let's, let, I think that's a good consolation. I don't know what you guys think about that. I'm with you on that one, brother. Uh, but on today's show, we're going to discuss, Verlon is just itching to discuss this this topic, uh, the Democratic debate. Oh, yeah. I think you were just a little bit pissed about that Democrat debate. I think you were bored. You, did you say you fell asleep? About twice. About twice? Okay. About twice. <laughs> we're also going to be talking about, did you guys hear about this taxing childbirth? About no. a Chicago alderman who says... Basically, that um, there should be some type of fee when someone gives birth. You were educating me about that yesterday. Oh, yeah, we, I, I want to hear more about oh, yeah, it. We, we're going to talk about that. We're going we're to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, get to, I want you guys to keep it locked right here for the next two hours. If you've just tuned in for the first time, go over to the Black and Right Facebook page. Give us a like. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at J. Anthony Speaks. Where can they, find, where can they follow you, Verlon? On Twitter. It's my name, Verlon Galloway at Twitter. So, Verlon, what's um, what have you been up to, man? What's what's been going on? Um, you've been you've been on a lot of progressive radio. I've seen you sent me a lot of the clips that you've been on. I won't say where. Well, that's <laughs> what's all been right. Going on? That's all right. Well, well, I've been. Oh, Ricky doesn't care. I, I'm mostly on the Ricky Hendon show. I won't mention the other lady. I like her, but you know she's more famous than Ricky. Uh, oh, Ricky's not going to take the, Hollywood. Come on, well, man. He's, he's not okay. going to take that. He, no, well, he he gives her all her due. You know, he loves her. And and honestly, she's got the Monday through Friday show and he has the weekend show. So he will admit that she's a little more famous, but I won't mention her name. But um, like I was telling you earlier, I feel like the Christian has been thrown to the wolves. You know, I've been in, in, in the uh, Coliseum because I swear to God, I'm over there fighting. I'm fighting for this president. Every time they let me on, and I, and, I, and I thank them for being gracious enough to let me on because they finally realized that they have to engage us. Right. Because they, they, we're bigger than them, whether they know it or not. And they think they're not, ooh, number, number one. How did, how did, uh, how did you used to say it on, uh, on that movie, uh, Escape from New York? I'm the Duke, A number one. Yep. <laughs> they're, they're not the Duke. They're not A number one. We're A number one right here on 560. I, I, should, I should note that voice you keep hearing coming in and out is none other than Brandon Harris from 
uh, Freedom Movement USA. He's been doing a lot of the Trump rallies. He came in a little early. We, we supposed to interview. We're going to interview him later on in the, in the um, segments. But he came in early. So, Brandon, we're so happy to have you. Thank you so Tell much. Tell people where they can find you as well. You guys can find me on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, LinkedIn, almost everything under Freedom Movement USA Official. And then we're also, if you just type in our name on Google, We've been trending for about a week and a half now since we got back from D.C. and I got to tell Pelosi where to go and how to get there. So, hey, how was that trip? How was how, how was the trip over there? What, oh, what man, it was, uh, you know, we got up real early. My wife was ready to kill me. A bunch of us get onto a bus. Wait, your beautiful kids. wife is here in, 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 right One outside the studio. was ready to murder me. So she goes, honey, we're getting up this early. We get on a bus. We drive for 12 hours. And I got to tell you, John, when they tell you you're going to D.C. to fight the Democrats, I packed my best suit, my MAGA hat, my stickers. Man, I didn't know nothing about shoes on Capitol Hill. So I wore the flat shoes. You know, I got them $300 shoes Cornell oh, Darden from God, the Black you. Chamber talking me into buying. And, man, I'm halfway through Capitol Hill, and I'm getting to scream at Pelosi, and I can feel my right ankle just going. I had a blister on my foot bigger than me. Can I ask you something like, um, what kind of opposition did you uh, get when you got there? When we got there, um, it was very welcoming. So we oh, actually okay. got there and had a press conference that morning with three of the main congressmen who were involved with Trump and helping him get out of the um, impeachment stuff there in the Senate. They were working in the Senate talking to McConnell. When we got to Capitol Hill, though, oh, my Lord, the left showed up. We're eating lunch. We're having lunch. And uh, me and my wife were actually talking to some lobbyists. And this guy is a pro-life guy. And we're talking about, you know, pro-life issues. And behind me, I hear, no more Trump. You're going to heck. And I said, what do you mean? And this lady's got a shirt on that says we're going to hell. Wait, how did they know you were with Trump, though? What, 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 oh, you had your hat. Okay. All, we all had our hats. There was 150 of us in MAGA hats with Trump defense on the back of our jackets. You couldn't beat it. We got to take those home, too. We each got one, a Trump defense jacket. Only 150 were made, and you cannot find mine on eBay. I'm Uh-oh. just selling you that ahead of time. So you're saying no one sold it yet? Oh, somebody has. We found one on eBay, but it wasn't mine. <laughs> what was the question you have him? Oh, I, I'm proud to have somebody like you on the front lines. And you know what? The next time you plan a trip like that, I want to go. How much does it cost? It's free. We go on Wednesday again. Oh, 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 oh. Look at look. <laughs> wait, wait. Did you see his face? I can send you the link right now. Uh, we got room this, for about wait, 10 more. This Wednesday coming? This Wednesday we leave from Wednesday to Friday. We're out there fighting... Uh, there's seven Democratic senators that are kind of on the fence, so we're actually going to work those U.S. senators, stop in those offices, we book meetings, and then we fly back on uh, Saturday morning. This one's a fly-out rather than a bus-out. And it's free? Yeah. Free and, and Okay, so how— it. It's F— <laughs> well, you know, well, you know, somebody's I'm, paying I, well, for you it, know, I'm a conservative. I'm not Lots used to free. hearing the word free. It's, not, uh, it's fr- not in my mind, you know, free, free, free. Freedom Works, uh, Adam Brandon runs it out of uh, D.C., great guy, great organization. They've actually been bringing us and our team out. My God. So they you, pay all the cost. Please give me that link because I, I and, and you, it's like a one day thing. Uh, it's no. usually two to three. Two to three. He's like, yeah, I, I can probably do one. I can but- do. I see. I'm off this Wednesday. I got. I'm off every other Wednesday, and this Wednesday I'm off. But I would have to be back by Thursday night. Yeah. That, see, we usually leave Wednesday, get there mid Wednesday evening. They do a dinner, some training, and then Thursday morning we get onto the field. So we'll actually go out and get. If I would have knew about this. I would have took some vacation. I, well, we've it, got eleven work coming up, man. Okay, all right. You all know, right. It, it was amazing to see that picture you guys took. And uh, how many people were in that picture? And were they all from Illinois? Um, so they were from across the country. Okay. Um, in total, we had one hundred and sixty-seven people there. But the left wow. media, or if you look at the Washington Post, said that our clown card ran out of gas and we had three people. But I sure got the pictures to prove otherwise. Well, I mean, the yellow color color—that's probably why they say clown car, right? Oh, they killed it, man. They said the clown car ran out of gas. I started laughing. They took a picture of two people in the corner. And so I posted right next to their post the picture of the whole 150. And they got laughed at so heavily it was great. Wow. That is, yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, that was, I mean, um, who organized that here to go there? That was uh, me on the ground here. So Adam Brandon with Freedom Works reached out and said, hey, we'd love to have you out. Do you have any people? I tried getting Scott Presler out. Unfortunately, he was out doing some training in Vegas. I'm bouncing back and forth. And I said, you know what? 
I'll come home, I'll grab some kids, and we'll come. Yeah. So and, we grabbed him. The only one who didn't come with us who was supposed to was Cornell. But Oh, he's in Vegas right now. Oh, I know he is. I'm Jump. jealous. <laughs> I was out in Vegas a couple of, right before Christmas shooting a movie, actually. So uh, Code Red comes out Valentine's Day, February 15th. Stay oh, nice. For that. So, so, so I'm, I'm taking it, you're taking your wife somewhere special um, right after the primary. I'm sure she's already planned a trip, and oh, she man. knows where she's going, somewhere warm, somewhere fun, right? Out in the middle of the woods, I think, is what she wants. She's just sick of the calls and oh, sick my. of uh, the, the lifestyle change, man. It's yeah. been really awkward for us, and John, you've been through this. Yeah. As you start to blow up, and as we'll talk later, mm-hmm. um, I'm getting nailed a lot for my past and being a kid at one point. Correct. And, it is what it is, but we deal with it seven days a week with the media. Well, that's, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on. Um, I, one of the things that I would really love this show to, 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 to also do is to highlight people, uh, especially, I mean, the good, the bad, the indifferent. Uh, we're people. We're human. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I wanted Mike Lindell on, um, because, I mean, his book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO. Think about that. Think about what this guy had to endure. And sometimes the, the hardest part to get over, to push through, is the mental block. That sometimes, because, because people will always hold you to your past. Oh, John, you know, I can tell you from heart, my heart, man. Uh, I was in a group home at a very young age, lost my dad to suicide, and learned right there at a very young age that, you know, people are going to judge you your whole way through. Yeah. It wasn't until my mid-20s that I finally figured life out. But when you figure life out and you find good people like yourself and yeah. other people around you, as long as you surround yourself with good people, you're going to succeed. Yeah, that, and, and Brandon, you know, you know that I, I, I do consider you a friend. Uh, one of the reasons why I've had you, this is what, your fourth, third, fourth should I want to show since we started this thing? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, because I really think you're doing great work. Verlon, you, you really got to follow him on, yes. on Twitter. You got to follow Freedom Movement USA. You have to follow all these things and see what the body of work that he's putting together. And, and it's not just him. He's, he has a great team of people, and there are a lot of other people. How, how do you say Joe Patak? Patak. 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 Um, you got Joe Patak out there. Uh, you got Jennifer Nevins and Linda Prestia. I mean, these, there are a lot of people out there that are really putting together the, the, the work to do the hard work, to do the grunt work, to do that, you know, the trench work that a lot of people, especially a lot of Republicans, don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Did, I, did I whisper? No, you're, Republicans. You're, you're, uh, no, that's all right. That's <laughs> all right. You're right. Let's be frank. Right? Right? <laughs> Republicans like to talk. Us as Republicans, we like to complain, but our hashtag and our pickup line is stop walking, start or stop talking, start walking. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we're missing in the party. But if you've watched these Trump rallies and you came out to the one last week, I got 50 kids to sign up to volunteer and 35 of them showed up to a meeting this week. Wow. It takes getting on the ground and getting to the kids, man. You have to get to the youth. Yeah. And and you know what? The Democrats have been doing that for so many years uh, throughout decades and we we just we're just now catching on i think trump was was able to to highlight that in ways that we haven't seen highlighted in so many 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 years so oh, that's true. you know um guys you know it's gonna be i think this is gonna be a great show uh I, I i love the chemistry that we're having right now i love the discussion we're having right now um hey look coming up next we're gonna be talking with none other than former sheriff of lake county mark kern who's running for the u.s senate district Against oh. Dick Durbin. Your buddy, Dick oh, Durbin. Oh, not my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it locked. You're listening to Black and White on AM56 City Answer. We'll be right back. Black and right. That is right there, my good friends, River Road Trio. 
You're listening to Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony. I'm alongside my guest co-host today, Verlon Galloway. Hello. And Brandon, you know, Brandon, he was supposed to be in here for a segment, but, you know, he snuck in here. Because, uh, you know, he's a, he's, he's a talker just like us. So I'm just as bad. <laughs> Brandon Harris, thanks so much for joining us, guys. Um, you know, we both, I think all three of us know that when you look at the elected officials here in Illinois, uh, there's longe- longevity in a lot of the people that, re- that are represented us. Uh, I think, especially when, on the Democrat side, I think when you look at what's happened in the U.S. Senate, uh, there's an individual who's been there for, what, 30-some-odd years? 36 years. years. Time to go. Yeah. Uh, we have, um, I think, three candidates that could give him a run for his money. We have Peggy Hubbard. Yes. We have Dr. Tom Totter. And we have our next guest. He's the former Lake County Sheriff. Uh, he was uh, attorney. He was on the Attorney General's Gang Crime Bureau Chief. Um, the, the guy is just loaded with everything. I remember him as a sheriff when I was a deputy sheriff. Uh, he was a darn good sh- um, ch- um, sheriff. And his people loved him, and uh, he was just just good. Mark Curran, welcome to Black and Right. Ed Curran, I'm sorry. Why did hey. I say Mark? No, you're good, John. Mark Curran. <laughs> Somebody put Ed Curran here. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, buddy? Messing around with me, huh? I have no. I know nothing about the weather. Oh well, it's oh, so, oh okay. I see you teasing us, but that's okay. So so so, Mark, what's what? Why? Why do you want to go and fight this fight and against Dick Durbin? What's going on? What what have you been? Did your wife say, "Hey, let me check your head" or anything like that? You know, people have said that, John. <laughs> but you know, I, I I feel like when you know you you're called to do something or you you know. You, you have clarity that this is the right thing. Just move forward. You know, I, I heard somebody said a long time ago that in life you never regret what you did. I mean, we all screw up. We're all sinners. You regret what you didn't do. Amen. So, yeah. I, I think that's one of the things. I, I, I followed you. I remember when I was at uh, at a particular institution and you showed up and you came there and you talked about your faith. And I think, how, how does your faith lend to a lot of what you're doing as far as with this run? So I, I tell people I'm a natural law theorist, and, and Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence, and he references the fact that our rights come from nature as God and are uh, aligned with nature's laws, and that we have certain inalienable rights from our creator, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So essentially everything is seen through that lens. So, you know, how does my faith affect uh, me? It completely affects me. Every decision, you know, oftentimes I'll pray, pray before making a decision, you know, I'll contemplate, you know, what, what is our Lord's will. And, um, you know, I believe that there's something very special about America and that uh, was, you know, founded through a miracle with Columbus. Uh, it was created through a miracle in terms of the re- uh, revolutionary battle that we should have lost. And Donald Trump's victory is another miracle. So God has his hand on America. And so that's why, you know, I, I look to yeah. God in terms of. And, and, and Mark, I mean, you, you, I mean, your, your body of work, your background, you know, um, your experience. I mean, you were a state, a state, and county, state, and federal prosecutor, and then sheriff. I mean, that's that's a pretty impressive background for somebody that's running for U.S. Senate. Um, how will that background help you when it comes to dealing with D.C. and the swamp? So, you know, a couple of things. You know, I represented a lot of people charged with stuff. You know, I've represented dozens of people charged with murder. <laughs> so I've done it all. Um, but 
you know, I was a constitutional law professor as well. That's right. And I understand our rights, and I understand where they come from as well as anyone. And people say, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. It's like, oh, okay, well, what have you done? So if somebody were to research Mark Curran, they would clearly be able to see that Mark Curran was somebody that took a stance on the Second Amendment years ago, that Mark Curran was the first sheriff around to come out in favor of concealed carry. That Mark Curran, you know, got into it with Jesse Jackson. I do remember that. Exactly. Mark Kern got into it with Jesse Jackson when he came to Lake County and tried to blame the guns on, on a uh, gun uh, dealer out of Lake County. I got into it with Flager and him. Uh, Mark Curran was the only guy around here uh, elected that stood in defense of marriage. When my own state rep uh, voted for gay marriage, and now he works for the schools and makes you know tons of money as a lobbyist for the schools because he's aligned with their values the public schools that are put, not all of them, but a lot of them are pushing that agenda. So I was the one guy that stood up and didn't remain silent and took the hits. This, this same state rep was, was the head of the HRO, you know, the fundraising arm. Uh-huh. So you know, a lot of people were afraid, not me. Wow. So look around and, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Okay, what have you done? Right. Look at me, check out me in terms of pro-life and see how long my career has been in fighting for the, the, uh, the unborn and, right. and the elderly. And, you know, and then results. I've been the highest Republican vote getter in 2010, 2014, wow. 2018. So, you know, <laughs> I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Okay. You know what? Talk is cheap. It is. Hey, if you're just joining us, if you're just joining us, we're talking to U.S. Senate candidate Mark Curran. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you mentioned the two other candidates, two of the other candidates running. Peggy Hubbard is uh, a fireball, but I respect the fact that, that she's not afraid. Right. And then you've got, you know, Tom Tartar. I don't think anybody knows what he stands for on anything, and he puts people to sleep. So, I mean, that's not a, uh, a recipe for, you know, getting people fired up for, for uh, November 2020. So I, I think we need people that have enthusiasm, people that have proven that they can generate enthusiasm and that uh, can get, get the base riled up and, and get out there to vote. Because we're the top of the ticket, and everything down ballot yeah. matters. How you doing, sir? Uh, my name is Verlon, and um, I just want to know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm proud to know you now. I'm proud to know you're a person. And when you mentioned your faith and upholding the Constitution, you had me right there. But you know what? You put me in a bad spot. Uh-oh. N- because now I'm listening to you and your body of work, and I like Peggy Hubbard, too. And now I don't know who to vote for. So um, you need oh. to let me know. <laughs> you need to let me know where we can get in touch with you. Uh, like like if you're on Twitter, I don't do Facebook. But if you're on Twitter, because I, I want to look at your body of work and I want to see you know what you've written so I can get a better understanding on who I would like to vote for. So, yeah, I, I really appreciate that. And uh, I, I am on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on all of that. And um, so you go to Instagram, it's Elect Mark Curran. Uh, Twitter is at Elect Mark Curran. Um, my website is uh, electcurran.com. You know, essentially, I, I, <laughs> I am a social media guy, and I'm on all of those. But I had to look just to make sure I had it right. That's hey, right. I didn't remember all mine either, Mark, so don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I'm proud of you, man. Thank yeah, you for guy fighting the good fight. Hey, yeah, Mark, uh, it's uh, Brandon Harris here of Freedom Movement USA, man. I got to tease you a little bit. You came out to our Trump rally a few weeks ago, and uh, you came out there and you were campaigning pretty hard. Are you going to be out working the streets and doing any walking 
prior to the primary, and where can people find ways to volunteer for that? There is no doubt. I'm going to be walking. I'm going to be everywhere. People can invite me, and I'll be there. I'd love to come speak. I think once I get an audience, I win it. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know, people come up to me and say, you know what, I'm with you. The problem is there's 13 million people in the state, yeah. and, you know, a lot of these uh, Republican organizations are not, you know, there's not that much energy in them right now. And they're not so organized. I. Right, exactly. So I spoke. I drove out to Rockford this morning and spoke to ten people. You know, that's a that's a ways. And you know, I'm not complaining. You know, because maybe you know, I mean, as children of Christ, you know, maybe we impact people. And you know, I mean, he, he he's in charge. Right. But um, I'd love to see more people out there, and they need to get out there, and they, they need to listen to us, and then they need to see why. You know what I mean? Um, you know, like like you said about Peggy Hubbard, she can rile up a crowd. I think I rile up a crowd. Just as well. And <laughs> she's fired, you know, though. At the end of the she day, I fired. think the papers are going to be a little better to me than her. Yeah. So you, you want somebody that um, that essentially is going to win, yeah. right? I mean, this is this is a winnable race. I'm it, telling you. It is absolutely. I think the people this are tired. Is, I do think the people are tired. Mark, but that's all the time we have for you. I, I really appreciate you, you coming on the show. Uh, we got to have you on um, at, at another time. Uh, you got anything coming up? Please um, reach out to the uh, Black and White page. Okay, so yeah, I got a couple real quick. Go ahead. Sheriff David Clark from Milwaukee is coming in to endorse me on February 27th. That'll be in Schaumburg. Wow. I've oh. got something January 28th. Uh, Jerry Rabine's hosting out in uh, his place in Bull Valley. And wow. There's going to be great events, both of them. So we got a lot of lot of good things coming up. That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Mark. Um, good luck. Hey, we're taking a break. And while we do, head to the Black and Right Facebook page. Give us a like. Tell us what you think of the show, and we'll be right back. John, Verlon, and Brandon. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here are your hosts, Charles Love and John Anthony. You've dialed up Black and Right with your host, John Anthony, and my guest co-host today, Verlon Galloway. How's it going, Verlon? It's going great. I love the chemistry in this room. Oh, uh, AM560 answer is always awesome, isn't it? It's a common effect. I'm not used to this. I'm, I'm getting nervous. I, I got a question for the listeners, and, and, and I, I think I want to generate some, real, some calls. Brandon, I'll, I'll be right with you. I want to generate some calls. Can Dick Durbin be beat with the three can- by any one of the three candidates that are running against him? Can he be beat? That's the question. Give us your answer. 312-642-5600. That's 312-642-5600. Can Dick Durbin be beaten by any one of the three candidates that we have running? You know what I'm fearful of? I'm just fearful that this takeover of the Democrat Party from top to bottom when Pritchard won, Lori Lightfoot won, and all of these other senators won, and they, they've marginalized the Republican Party to just a few Senators, you know, you, you, we've really, allowed that to happen though. Yeah. But they, they're so weakened at this point. I think they're, they've given up the fight. Right. It's a party, a, not the, not the candidates, but right. the party. And it's not just a give up of the fight, but if you look at the history and you look at the race with Rauner, a lot of uh, the promises that were made and things that fell through during that election cycle, this cycle, you've got a handful of young people out here motivated and pushing, but you're correct. Statewide, it is, um, it is a, a theme that different counties have given up the fight, but that's why we've got to get out and liven them up. All right, so let's shift. My good buddy, Brandon Harris. You know, I think I think one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is um, I looked across the culture. We have this cancel culture. 
that if you have something in your background, something that you've done, some wrong that you've done, that you should be done for the rest of your life. And I saw, Brandon, the work, the body of work that you've been putting together, uh, especially with the whole Trump rallies and uh, Freedom Movement in USA. I mean, you've been all over the country. Yep. I mean, traveling, traversing this country, uh, espousing things that are center right. And I wanted to make sure that you got a, a chance to tell your story without anybody else telling your story. So, Brandon, I give you the stage. Who is Brandon Harris? Awesome, John. Well, uh, I kind of gave a little bit earlier, but I grew up in group homes and group home environments. In my mid-teens, uh, John knows this and most other guys know, I got my first political job through the Madigan regime. So I actually worked uh, my Trump. Per- yep. Hey, I'm just saying. I worked my first gig for a few years. and when Jesse Jackson had gone to jail. Real quick and easy, we learned as young people, they didn't have our back. They weren't going to be there for us. And as I began to grow and um, became a father myself, um, I hit a few bumps in the road, John, and I think that's something you hit on really heavily. Within a one-year period of time, at my early 20s, I was arrested twice, mm-hmm. once for marijuana, once for uh, DUI. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, it killed my political career. I stepped out of politics. I quit talking to people, and I shut down. And my biggest fear was exactly what you hit on, which was I saw the one thing I did wrong, and I thought I was done. Mm-hmm. And as 2015 rolled around, I got pulled back into politics by none other than Steve Balich. I was working at an HVAC company selling... Um, Heating and cooling repair, and Steve Ballich, who's a Will County Republican, mm-hmm. was working with Nick Ficarello for sheriff. He's now running for county exec. And uh, Steve goes, hey, Brandon, do you want to get back into politics? I want to get you back in, get you moving. And I said, well, Nick, you know, Steve, let me take a look here. And uh, Steve goes, you need to get back in. You need to get on the ground. You can make a difference here. So I uh, jumped in, got back on the ground, and decided to start making a difference. And it was an uphill battle, John. Last year, a couple of my candidates got nailed with my DUI, and I came out in front of it. I did it. I made a mistake. I paid my dues. I spent a year and a half with my beautiful wife who's sitting in studios driving me around lecturing Hello. me. Doesn't allow me to go out for a drink. I'm not allowed to go anywhere outside of my house without my wife very well monitoring it. And uh, it changed. And this last year, man, it's been um, just a ride uphill because I step in front of my negatives. I own my negatives. And you can say whatever you want about me. And I know you've been through that too, John, but yeah. good people are good people. Yeah. You can say what you want about them, but we're all good people at the end of the day. We're fighting for the same cause. And right now, we've got 500,000 members nationwide for Freedom Movement. We just opened yesterday, Freedom Movement Alaska and Hawaii. We're now in 37 states, and I started this from my couch. One night on my couch complaining about Walmart and boycotting Walmart. I saw that. Hey, we have the free will and free right to boycott them. The Republican way is letting somebody run their business the way they want. Right. And I've got the right to go ahead and boycott it. The next morning I woke up and that beautiful young lady goes, you're going to get the door. I said, well, why am I going to get the door? She goes, I ain't dealing with all those news anchors <laughs> and cameras out there. We had... Uh, I kid you not, the Washington Post, Forbes, people I'd never even thought would pay attention to us, sitting on the doorstep because we called out Walmart and got a million people to look at it overnight. Mm. Wow. So, I mean, talk to me. You got 20, 30, 20 seconds. Talk to me about these Trump rallies. What's what's going on with the Trump rallies? How many you how many did you say you had planned? 50? We got 55 planned within the next 90 days. Wow. wow. And uh, is that just Illinois? Is that... We've done Illinois so far. We've done Michigan. I just set one up in Boca, Florida. They offered to fly me down. I figured, hey, I can't turn out a free trip in the middle of the cold weather like this. Wow. But the ultimate goal, John, is just getting people out. What we noticed with these Trump rallies, and you saw in Joliet in the middle of a storm. Yeah, I was there. People showed up. (laughs) And they don't only show up, but they sign up to volunteer. They take the time to get to know you. They take the time to get involved with the party. And it's not your 70-year-old average Illinois Republican. Right. We had 17, 18-year-old, 19-year-old kids by the dozen showing up, and that's what we want to get our hands on. Yeah, you're not you're not leaving. You can stay 
stay with us uh, through the next segment, correct? Yes. Because there's a couple more questions. I'm sure Verlon, look at him. He, he's looking like, whoa, this man, guy. <laughs> you're, you're an inspiration, man. And then that hat, is that a specially made hat or can I order one? Uh, you can get one at our next Trump rally from the Trump Gear Guy. They gave it to me for free last rally. Nice. You're listening to Black and Right on AM560. I'm John Anthony. Uh, follow me at J. Anthony Speaks. He's Verlon Galloway at Galloway Verlon on Twitter. Interact with us. Tell us what you think of this show or what you want us to talk about. Brandon, Verlon, Black and Right. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right on AM560 with John Anthony and Charles Love. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560. I'm your dancing host today, and Brandon's laughing at me as I'm dancing, uh, along with my guest co-host, Verlon Galloway. You can follow me at on Twitter and Facebook at J. Anthony Speaks, and you can follow that guy, Verlon, on Twitter at... Verlon Galloway. I thought it was backwards. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I, I've said it about four times on here, so they they know. They heard me say it. I wrote it down that way. Oh, well, that's probably why you're not following You me. big dummy. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Got it in there. And he just called you a dummy, John. He called me a dummy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I love those clips. Uh, But if you're just joining us, um, before the break, we we were talking with Brandon Harris from Freedom Movement USA, uh, who's also uh, been doing a lot of putting together a lot of these Trump rallies. Um, Brandon, I mean, your story, man, it, it really is inspirational. Uh, but is there something else you want to say to the to the people that are listening? Um, somebody you want to thank, or I don't know, you just help me. Well, out I here. mean, John, you already got me on on spot there. So uh, on the break there, uh, I had to thank my wife, and I've never guys publicly thanked my wife. But if it wasn't for uh, my wife Kelly Marie Harris, I would not be where I'm at today. Um, literally, when I went through my rough times and I did get my DUI, I remember laying in a hospital bed. I, I'd only hurt myself and hurt my car, but she laid next to me, John, and she looked at me and she goes. I don't know if this is what I want for the rest of my life. And that very instant, when I looked at her and thought about her and my daughter, yeah. my whole life shifted. Within six months, I quit my day job, started a business, and we've never looked back. We went from a one-bedroom apartment together and nothing to a three-bedroom home, multiple cars in the driveway, and we can do what we want with our life. And it's Let me hold five dollars. <laughs> Let me hold something. <laughs> Brandon, I'm, I'm, really, I'm, really, I'm really proud of you, man. I'm really proud to call you a friend. And um, your life, and I, I, I just hope so much more success for you. I hope that um, anything that you put your hands to, because that's what life is about. Life is about when you fall, you rise. When you've when you've hurt, when you've been hurt, you 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 heal. And the power of redemption. Hey man, you're half my redemption though, if you don't <laughs> remember correctly. And I want to put this publicly oh, on air. Go. Uh, when we started Freedom Movement USA, I think somebody yeah. forgot who was in the room for that. I was in the room. Yeah, John was in the room for that. We were uh, right after election cycle having an election meeting when yeah. we came up with this concept, and uh, John was one of the first people we came to to even talk about the idea. Yep. And if you wouldn't have told us to go for it, yeah. and I did bring up my past and my adversities. Yep. And you said, you know what, bypass it. If I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. And, man, I followed you and ran. And you know what? This was and we were we were actually political enemies at one point. Yeah, you you worked against me. I, I did. <laughs> I did as a very young man, and yeah. uh, John again. I apologize. I uh, When I was younger, I didn't quite look at the campaigns I was working yeah. on, and I think that's something you see with young people all the time. Mm-hmm. You look at the dollar figure and the amount you're going to get, and I yeah. did for a while work for the Democrats, unfortunately. Yeah. I just saw it as, hey, I'm paying my bills, and at 20 when you're smoking pot and partying, it's like, yay, they're going to pay yeah. for that. Yeah. In your 30s, you know, when it comes to actually realizing what taxes are, what rights yeah. and personal liberties are, and 
even looking at what's going on here in Illinois, and I think um, Berlin, you could hit on this too, being from the area you're in, we're seeing a change in especially my group, the youth, in both parties, but in the Democrats, to completely socialist and scary. Yeah. Oh, and we got to fight talk it. talk about that all the time. They've given, they've given in to socialism. I mean, they really believe in government taking care of you from cradle to grave. But, John, I want to tell you, that speaks to a lot of your character, that you can have a foe and now embrace him as a friend. And I want to say I stand with you. I already stand with you. <laughs> and I stand with you. And I'm going to be by your side for a lot of those rallies. Man. I really appreciate that, Verlon. That's what it's about, man. That's what it's about, living life, redemption, and, and, and moving beyond the faults and, and where, you've, where you've fallen. Hey, I got to give you both a fault, though. I see some Cubs gear in here. We got hey, Sox gear. Down. Oh, settle come down. on. What's going on? You sound like Ron Sandek. And, and, you know, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Ron Sandek goes, he saw, sees uh, the show from last week. I got to get you a Sox jersey. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't think so. Mm. And then, so then I said, you know what? Okay, I'll wear a Sox jersey. I said, this is the only way I wear a Sox jersey. If the White Sox finish with a better record than the Cubs. Mm. But I said, then, you, but you're also going to have to wear a Cubs jersey. You're going to have to come sit right here with a Cubs jersey on for the entirety of the show if, if the Cubs finish with a better record. Yeah. What do you say? What do you say? It's game. And then, oh, and, okay. Yeah, and then the mayor from Downers Grove, you know, Barnett, he gets in there and I'm like, okay, these White Sox fans, you know, they're, they're a little rabbit, you know. They don't know how to, you know, just live. They, they, they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It's a South Side thing. Hey, we, we just don't want to pay $72 for a soda at the ballpark, man. Well, you know, the White Sox are quickly um, climbing up to are that they? number. Yeah, that, man, it's getting expensive at the White Sox park. Man, they used to be, you could go there for like 15 bucks, see a ball game, get some food, have three or four beers, and then catch an Uber home. Just really quickly, 10 seconds each. Did you guys hear about this, This speaking of Illinois, uh, the Chicago Alderman that proposes the tax on childbirth, uh, Alderman Lopez from the Chicago's 15 Ward, uh, he basically told the Sun-Times he was serious and that if it were possible to legally implement parental licensing or conception fees, he would spearhead the effort. Uh, we're not a communist country with childbearing laws, Lomas lamented, according to the Sun-Times. I, can't, I don't think I can even say what, what you know, I don't want to say this word that's on the radio. But guys, you want to tax childbirth? I, wanna, I, wanna, I, wanna, I was thinking about this when you were educating me on it yesterday and, and earlier today. Do you think this is a roundabout? Because you know how liberals are about abortion, right? They love it. Is this a behavior law to get you to think about, well, man, it might be too much. It costs too much to have this baby and make you decide on your own just not to get pregnant. It's just exactly that. It's another means of control. And, John, they do this constantly. Um, Look at guns in Illinois and compare it to childbirth. They constantly put new regulations in. And I think this was his way of saying we don't want to be the bad guys. We don't want to be, you know, the ones that have to play the victim card because we're pro-abortion. So let's hide that by taxing it so you don't have kids. But liberals don't learn. It's in their DNA. Tax. We're going to tax cigarettes like you're going to stop smoking. Breath is next. In the air. They're going to start taxing hey, the we, air. we all saw how well Obamacare worked. I must have paid $1,800 in fines on that one. Wow. <laughs> wow. Brandon, thanks so much for joining us. You're listening to Black and Right live on AM560, The Answer. Call us. We want to know what's on your mind. 312 642 5600. If you've missed any of our shows, go to 560theanswer.com and check out all of our past episodes. While you're at it, like the Black and Right Facebook page and interact with us all week long. We'll be right back. And now, more of Black and Right on AM560. Here are your hosts, Charles Love and John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony. Charles Love is not in today. 
But I did call up a good friend, a good buddy, a good pal who talks a lot and probably talks more than Charles and I combined. Verlon Galloway to join us in studio. Verlon, what's going on, buddy? Well, you know, it's a lot of things out there that make you angry. Like we were just talking about, you know, having kids. You know, uh, liberals, they hate, they, they don't, it's like they hate being human. You know, it's just like they don't want us to have kids. They don't want us to procreate. They hate religion. It's like they hate everything. And I, I want to stomp them out, man. That's why I go into their octagon to fight them in person. And they keep letting me in. Do you feel know. small when you go in there sometimes? Because <laughs> I'm sure sometimes you're like, oh, my God, why did I come this week? My anger keeps me company. You know, it's like, it's like I have so much to say, and it's so, they give me so much uh, ammunition to, to fire back at them. You know, so it's like, uh, it's not a moment lost. You know, and you, you've heard the yeah. shows. So it's like, it's, it's just like boom, 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 boom. And it's like, it, it's fun to me. But I make them so angry. The callers start calling in because they're so emotional. Liberals callers are just so emotional. No facts. We have facts here. You see all of the facts that he put out there, and it's a, it's a lot coming up. I hope you're here to hear it. We put facts out here. They're all emotion. That's why they're going to lose against Trump, because it's all facts. Yeah, but you know what? Emotion works. Emotions work because it, 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 it drives right to where a person is at that moment, at that time. The biggest problem with, with in my opinion is Republicans, we're too fact-centered. And what I mean by that, every, it's all about rationale. Well, you know what? If I'm losing, getting ready to lose my house, I'm not rational at that moment. If, I'm, if I have to pay so much tax and I can't afford it, I'm not rational at that moment. I'm emotional. Because how, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to, I'm going to lose my house. How, everything's coming. And here comes the Democrat. Or here comes the, the person left of center saying, hey, look, we can help you. Mm. We can get you back on your feet. In order, and, but, but for what? How? On another person's back? Right. Well, it's the cost of financial slavery, John. I mean, that's literally how they get you. Yes. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's, it's it's a big problem, especially here in Illinois. When are we going to fight? When are we going to get mad? When are we going to... I hate Illinois Nazis. (laughs) Exactly. But when are, when is when is when, when will we see an opposition that says I'm I've had enough I'm tired of it I'm sick of it you know I'm sick of it. We need that motivation right there, John, on the streets. That's exactly what we're pushing for with uh, my movement, and I know Verlon's pushing. Man, you need to take that attitude you got there in the studios to the streets, brother, and yeah. you'll bring tons of people in. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I had I had uh, Congressman Mike Boss on here last week, and you know the outburst he had when he said. You know, let my people go. That's I mean, I really feel that way. I feel like we, we're, we're trapped in a, in, in, in a bondage that no one really sees that they're in bondage. Let my people go. Exactly. Let them go. Well, John, did you see the statistic last week from Fox? It's uh, about 12 percent of the average citizens of Illinois actually know what their personal debt is to the system. Hmm. Uh, most people I can don't see that. know their personal debt. Do you know your personal debt to the system? I, I do. Shoot. I am. No, I'm not saying what my personal debt is. No, I'm is. saying the personal debt. Every taxpayer has a set number, $45,919.25 as of that's last December. That's the average. No, that's not my average. average. Personal debt. <laughs> that's not, that's not my average. I wish that was my it, average. That's Illinois. You're talking about United Illinois. States. That's Illinois. an Illinois resident. Well, I'm not worried about that. Oh, daddy, that's not, that's, that's, that's not my average. <laughs> oh, here come off, daddy. Half that he got to That's say not my more. average either, but he's talking about as a percentage what of what your share is of Illinois' saying. debt. Your debt, unfortunately, is in addition to that. Um, beyond that. <laughs> Upwards north of that. I think all of our, our debt is north of that, but just uh, as a resident <laughs> I know, of Illinois, I know what you're that's saying. what you I'm owe. just teasing you. But, you know, um, dude, that first hour is gone. The first hour is completely all gone. It's over. That went by really quick, didn't it? That's, that's called even flow. Even flow. Or ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. Yeah. Even flow? What's even flow? That sounds like a baby bottle. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. 
<laughs> you know, I got it six is. of those. Oh, boy. Please don't <laughs> let me speak that up. <laughs> so I, when he said Evenflow, I'm like, wait a minute. I remember a bottle called Evenflow. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm guys, are you guys having fun? Oh, always, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm having fun, guys. You know, um, this is, the, it just flies by. Coming up in hour two, we're going to be discussing the Democrat debate. Are you can't, you're itching to discuss that. Oh, I'm itching. Keep it locked. AM560, The Answer. You're listening to Black and Right, John Anthony, and Verlon Galloway. We'll be right back. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. You've tuned into Black and Right. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. And leading that revolution are your hosts, Charles Love and John Anthony. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. Uh, I'm your host, John Anthony, and my guest co-host, because Charles Love is not in today, is Verlon Galloway. Hello, everybody. Second hour is about to be hot. Man, it sounds like you used to play baseball. That, that's a baseball name, Verlon Galloway, little Joey Galloway. You related? No, everybody asked me about that, but no, I, I don't know. If he's my cousin, I don't know. Dude, he's got paper. Go find out. No, 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 no. <laughs> hangarons. I don't want to be a hangaron. <laughs> hey. Hang on. <laughs> uh, but it, you, you heard what Verlon say, hour two should be hot. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, in hour two about the Democrat debate. Uh, we're gonna, we may touch on the impeachment, the Senate. Um, Nancy Pelosi sending over the articles. I don't know. I think that's, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not hot yet. It's not something that, that's really on fire. I think when, when, when the actual, um, um, it actually gets started. I Tuesday. think that's when Tuesday is that Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah, I think that's when it really will start uh, getting hot, and I think that's the conversation will start to be something we can go back into. Uh, we're also going to discuss the FISA appointment. <laughs> the um, the Fox is um, guarding the hen house. Um, and did you guys hear Congressman Mass comments on Iran? I heard it, but oh, I love dude. I, I got to get that guy on the show. I have to get him on the show. Uh, he's a, he's the uh, congressman. He served. Lost two legs in, in in the war, and what he said, which you'll hear later, it was in my opinion, it was explosive and it was just timely. So I don't know. What do you think, man? I, how can you go against that? Think think about it. All this week, all you've heard was these liberals be basically sympathizers to Iran and terrorists. I've been arguing with them all week, and they tell me, "Oh, have you ever been out of the country?" They think we're terrorists. I don't care what they think. We lost six hundred and three American. Soldiers, service members. What about their families? Right. You, you haven't mentioned their families. You haven't alluded to them at all. All you talk about is what we did to Iran. You know what I heard on NPR News? They've said this guy that we took who, out. Who is this guy? Uh, 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 Solemn. Solemn. What's his name? Solemn. Solemn. Whatever his name yeah, is. That guy. The, the terrorist. That's what I call <laughs> the him. Coward. The, 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 the coward. coward. The terrorist. They said that he was a broker of peace. He was trying to broker some kind of peace bet- between Saudi Arabia and Iran. The the liberals, the left, they will do anything to go against America. Oh, man, I got asked if I would actually jump in and uh, have admitted myself to the service to fight for our country. And I said, if they take me with my flat feet, I'd go in a heartbeat. And, uh, I would. Liberals hit back with nothing. They had nothing yeah. to say after that because they know, as Republicans, we will go fight for our country if we can. They so, don't want an army. They don't no. want to have an army. So, so Vermont, um... I know you probably wasted, what was what it, two, three hours of your time the other night watching the Democrat debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't watch it. Uh, I, I tried to watch them. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I've tried to watch them. 
But when I hear such vitriolic towards this nation, the greatest nation in the world, the most exceptional nation in the world, uh, the greatest, the greatest constitutional republic ever created. You know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm that guy when it comes to America, uh, and I'm black, and I'm right, um, <laughs> and I don't Killed care, it. and I don't care. But um, I think, I think, I think this. I, I, I found a clip of a guy who I believe he's a political operative, but I believe he's the guy that both sides love to hate, and I really believe this guy secretly wants Trump to win. Because what he does for a living, his criminal justice reform initiatives and, you know, Black Lives Matter and all that, I really believe he really wants Trump to win. I, I, I'm, I'm going to roll a clip of Van Jones speaking. As a progressive, to see those two have that level of vitriol was very dispiriting. And I want to say that tonight for me was dispiriting. Democrats got to do better than what we saw tonight. There was nothing I saw at night that would be able to take Donald Trump out. And I want to see a, a, a Democrat in the White House as soon as possible. There was nothing tonight that if you're looking at this thing, you say this, any of these people are prepared for what Donald Trump is going to do to us. And to see further division tonight is very dispiriting. Is he wrong? Well, he's not wrong, but I'm, I'm going to tell you, OK, I don't really put a lot of stock in the Van Jones. But for this subject, I'm going to say like this. As far as vitriol, Bernie Sanders was set up. OK, he was set up by CNN. They don't like him. He's, he, you know, he came out about a lot of things CNN did to him. So they set him up for this moment. This woman, Elizabeth Warren, she's a liar. She lied about being an Indian and got degrees from, from uh, monies that were supposed to be put to minorities. Uh, she lied about her pregnancy. She's, she's just a liar. I can just go through this, that, this, and that, and a long list, of a laundry list. She's a liar. And she put Bernie on the spot. He was smart enough not to really say too much on the microphone, but I believe Bernie. And as far as uh, Van Jones, he said more than just what he just said as far as vitriol. As far as what he's seen on stage, he don't see who could win. That's because he, like all other liberals, will play that race card to the end. He, I heard him say there's no diversity. Huh. Yeah, that's the word, diversity, no diversity. All older white people on stage, who can beat them? Um, I mean, let me give you a, 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 my analyzation of the people on stage. Joe Biden, I'm a healthcare worker. Uh-oh. I think Joe Biden is suffering from the first stages of dementia. And I, I, or dementia or Alzheimer's, either one. We don't need another person in office that may later on in the years suffer from some, some kind of mind disease. So we don't, we don't need him. I see a liar. I'm not even going to go any further with that as far as Elizabeth Warren. I see a communist in Bernie Sanders that will tax the air yeah. that we breathe and the water that we drink where they already do in Illinois. Um, and I and I see Buttigieg. What's his name? Buttigieg. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say what I call him. I call him Booty Judge. He would judge us our booties if he was in the studio. Oh, with us. ouch! Yes, but me head. <laughs> that was a big me head moment. But he is the culture shock that America doesn't need. He's that second lightning strike in the bottle. They had Obama, which I think when they said he's the first gay president, I think they were oh. kind of right. But. This guy will truly be the first gay president, and that's what they want. They really want to change the culture of America. And Tom Steyer, he's just some kind of a spoiler. He's not going anywhere. He's just wasting his money. He's he's a waste of time. So, you know, and the young people want Yang. So their vote is... $10,000. I I I want want that $10,000. I hate welfare. If if you hear me talk on there, you know I hate welfare, so I'm not for him at all. You, you You talked about diversity. Now... You know, you know, the Democrats, they, they, they cry that they're the party of diversity. They're the party that's, you know, it's, they're the big tent. That's a complete lie. Now, do you remember 2016? You guys, Brandon, do you remember the 2016 
Iowa caucus. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me who is the party of, of diversity. In 2016, the percent of people of color, I hate that term, the, cent, the percent of, of the Latino and the blacks that were in that race who received votes in 2016 Iowa caucus, it was 60% of people who were either Latino or black. Cruz got 27.6%. Rubio got 23.1%. Ben Carson got 9.3%. Now, translate that to today. When you look at the 2020 Iowa caucus that's going to happen in the Democrat primary, can someone please tell me how much of that, you think they're going to reach that 60% level of, of, of the, the so-called, what you call the diversity vote? No. No, they're not. No. So I, I, I remember meeting with Dan Prof uh, when I first ran for state representative. And I told them then, the Republican Party is the truth party of, uh, of the Big Ten. We have the biggest and largest tent. And I, I'm probably get a little hate mail for this one. But I said, and the Democrat, you know what they are? They're the victim party. Yeah. They're yes. the victim party. As long as you're a victim, you can be in their party. But the moment you wake up, and that's why you're seeing these walkaways, and that's why I think Trump is going to, he's, his voting, when it comes to the minority, is going to blow, I, I think the 8% he got last year, I would not be, he's not going to get 30%, 30%. I don't think the 30, 35% that, yeah. you know, I, he's not getting nowhere near that. He may be able to double to 16 to 20% what of I the think. vote. Yeah. And if that happens, goodbye, good night, it's going to be a landslide. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I already said I think he would get like 17%. You know, uh, but CNN is trying to change it. I, I, look, shoot me, but I had to watch it last night. I watched, I like Cuomo for some reason. I think he's tolerable. And, they're trying to say, where's the black vote? It's 96% for the Democrat Party. There's no, there's no black vote for the, uh, for the Republican Party. Wrong. They, for Trump. <laughs> they wash out the uh, black vote constantly. And um, even with the Blexit movement last year, I talked to Marcus Adams as he was taken off to boot mm-hmm, camp. Mm-hmm. He was one of the 150 kids that went out from the African-American community for Trump last year. And he goes, dude, we couldn't get the local newspaper to pick it up. And it's because the media and the left is playing so hard to push down the right's rhetoric. In any movement, there's plenty of African American support in our young Republicans. I'm not in an African American. Plenty of black support in that party. Uh, in Will County alone, well, with take, your young Republicans, take, take comfort in knowing only six hundred thousand people watch CNN. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Just take comfort. Is that in a day? Yeah, no, yeah. six hundred, six hundred on a, on the average. Nickelodeon beats out CNN. Oh so my God! Don't worry about it. Well, most of those are adults. <laughs> <laughs> They're more adult than uh, people on CNN watching uh, Nick, uh, Nickelodeon. <laughs> yes. Nick at night or Nickelodeon. That's all I know is Nickelodeon. You just had to feed Nickelodeon the plug, bro. Uh, yeah, that's all right. That's for a line. That's, that's what he does. Yeah. He's a health care worker. I'm going to push buttons. <laughs> oh, you guys, you guys, you guys are hurting my stomach. So as a health care worker, you're going to give, uh, you know, a uh, warrant. You're going to let her know she is a, a whiter, older Democrat that's running, right? Yeah. Uh-oh. We can take care of that. Can you put that certified on paper oh, for she us? knows now. She took a DNA test. <laughs> Guess what, guys? We're taking a break. And while we do, head over to the Black and Right Facebook page. Give us a like and tell us what you think of this show. Uh, I think we're going to get into a little trouble with the line. You listen to Black and Right, AM 560, The Answer. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM 560. Here are Charles Love and John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right, AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. In studio with me today is, as a guest co-host, is Verlon Galloway. And Brandon Harris decided to stick around. He's like, I- I'm not going anywhere. I- I'm enjoying what I'm doing, so... 
Uh, let's let's stick around. Let's talk. Um, Valan's going to get us in trouble with his last couple couple of his last comments from the last session sex, segment. But you know, it is what it is, right? Uh, you were uh, <laughs> explicit, brother. <laughs> I wouldn't say two. You were. <laughs> he was truthful. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. he was truthful. Yeah. Um, but but you know, I mean, I'm serious. Um, I, I I saw that Fran Eden from Illinois Review talked about. She said uh, one of the reasons we were earlier when we were talking about why people can't see what's happening in Illinois. She said it's Stockholm syndrome. You know, I and I do I do think it's a form of Stockholm syndrome. Uh, we've been we've been in, in in the minority for so long in this country. I mean, in this state that it's like fighting back <laughs> for what? It's it's it's, it's senseless. It's useless. I don't. Agree. I, I disagree. You know. I listen. Listen. Illinois is worth fighting for. You know why she's worth fighting for? We have one of the best infrastructure. We have some of the best and brightest people across this nation. That's why which she's worth fighting for because of her people. Because of the people that come that live here, the people that 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 farm our our, our ground, the people that are serving and protecting us, the firemen, the policemen. That's why she's worth fighting for. Because they need us to fight for her. Thoughts. <laughs> wow, you're so passionate. You're right. She is worth fighting for, but I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot I, he wants to leave. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, well, if I sell my last piece of property, I am gone. But I, I'm sorry. I have a negative outlook on this uh, state. I, I, I call it the future Dust Bowl state of the 50 <laughs> states. Because look, look at who we have in charge. And the only thing they're going to do is keep taxing people. We, all, we already lost 700,000 people. How many more... Does anybody know how many more people have left Illinois? Let's get an accurate count on how many people are leaving from year to year to year, and let's see if you still have that positive outlook. Right. See, but I, I kind of differ with you there, brother. The way I'm looking at it this year, and um, John, maybe you could bounce off of this a little bit. In my opinion, and I'm 30, and I know that a lot of people that have got 10 years plus on me want out of Illinois. I want to be here. I want to fight. And I think seeing Madigan yes. step, step down this year is going to be a big thing for us. We know it's on the way. We know it's coming with all these indictments that have been hitting. Yeah. We're going to have the option to watch them be worried about the king and us run our parties. Yep. So, so you, you, you guys know who Sheila Weinberg is, Truth in County. Yes. So uh, she sent me a message yesterday. Um, they're releasing their fourth annual financial state of the cities on, on January 28th. I won't say what she said okay. because I want you guys to listen in, you know, listen in to, to the show when she comes in to discuss what the report says. It ain't good. Mm. It ain't. Mm. Um, it's not. It ain't good mm. for the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois. God help us. Now, when he had to use the ebonic term, Come on. you know it's bad. <laughs> but you talk about those who are leading us, right? Um, you, everybody in here knows um, what was this, what was it called? The something squad. Oh God! What, what was that squad name? The, uh, well, I call them the JV squad, but they call themselves the squad. What? They, what? what? Did, did they call themselves a squad or were they nicknamed the squad? Maybe the, maybe the media nicknamed them the squad. Because I, I remember my friends over at the Northwest Side GOP got in trouble for something that I didn't even understand what was troubled about. It. You know, um, but I'm speaking particularly of Ilion, is it Ilan Omar? Yeah. You know, she's got an opponent, mm. a Republican opponent, who's also Muslim from Iraq. I want to play. I don't know. I don't know if I want to play the whole video. Be, I mean, whole um, audio because I think it's too long. Um, but I wish she would break it up and play it. But I want to play uh, a snippet of, of of what she has to say. Listen to the words. How strong and biting they are, and how how much conviction she has in some of the stuff that she's saying when it comes to the people that are leading our country and Ilan Omar. I've come a long way from where I started. When I was a girl, my mother and I fled our home. 
We escaped a country without freedom, ruled by a brutal dictator. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. We escaped the country without what? Freedom. Dude, the, the, the world is yearning and screaming to be free. And here we are as the United States of America looking to go into shackles and bondage. And you have people like this that are saying, no, we're not going to have it. We're not going to take it. Where the cynical lie that government will provide led to oppression, war, mass murder. We ran far to the United States of America. A nation we knew had the courage to stand up to tyrants, to nurture human freedom and foster opportunity. I've gone from refugee to journalist, from war zones to the White House. I've gone from a frightened girl to a determined fighter against... And that's it right there. I mean, standing up to tyrants, you're hitting on a point where um, our government, and specifically my age bracket, is looking to hand everything over to tyrants. And that person that is talking right now, Dahlia for Congress, is going to give a run and a half to the Democrat, in my opinion, because of that statement. Exactly. Exactly. And, 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 and so and, and see, here's the problem. Here's the problem with, when, when it comes to politics and stuff like that. When you have somebody who has the same type of background as, as, as you, as the person that you're running against, they can't use certain cards against you. They can't say that she's uh, anti-Muslim. They can't say that she hates people of color because you know why? That's what the new term today, the people of color. She's a person of color, Dahlia for Congress. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting race. Over in Minnesota. The yes. ultimate race there, John, is going to be people for America or people against America. That's and right. We've right. got Dahlia, who's for America, obviously, yeah. and her opponent, who has come out, even with the most recent Iran deal, saying, we're not with the American people. We stand with Iran. I mean, that right there is what she said. We're going to be facing tyrants, and she's going to be the one to be able to take that race. And to think, she, she, she well, I don't, I'm, and to think, she swore to, to, to protect this country, the shores of America, and you're defending a coward a coward that killed so many of our men and women who are serving and protecting us overseas. Um, uh, I, want, I want to take a call. We got Tony from Chicago. Okay. He said, uh, saving Illinois, how we save Illinois, we need to stop teaching progressivism in schools. Tony from Chicago, go ahead. How you doing there? I just want to say I'm glad Verlon's in the studio, so this is kind of directed to him directly, but it could be with any one of you, and that is I think there is a way to save the state, and and if you, everyone's afraid to do this, but have you all noticed all of this homosexual teaching of school children? I mean, if you bring that up in the black community and say, hey, this is what the Democrats want to do, I guarantee, I guarantee the black community will say, what? We're not going for this, but Everyone's so afraid to bring it up. Right. And I noticed, Verlon, you call that other station a lot. I, w- I would suggest bringing it up. Make Democrats say, oh, yeah, we, we want to support this. And watch the community turn against them. Well, I know the, the hosts that I argue with a lot when I'm on the show, they support it wholeheartedly. But you're right. Next time I, I guest host on uh, Ricky Hennon's show, I will bring it up. See, I'm really focused on the transgender thing. I'm... You know, the transgender thing is, is what's killing our society. You know, they got men. These are men being athletes competing against women for, 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 for what? You know, to prove that you are faster and stronger and have more muscle mass than a woman. I mean, it's, it's, it, 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 what's up is down. What's down is up. What's left is right. I don't know what's reality anymore when it comes to the left but i'm going to take that to heart and i promise you i'm going to bring it up on on santina's show and i'm gonna bring it up on ricky's show I thanks so much for joining us tony from chicago thank you for that comment 
Wow. Tony, you got a fan club, man. You got, you, you really, you know, I, I've been watching your Twitter. <laughs> you really do have a fan club. People really listen to you. Um, I mean, and, and you hit hard. You, you, you're relenting. You don't, you don't cower. You don't hold back. Uh, pretty good. So we got one more call. I want to take this call. Uh, Marino has comments about Gary's mayor's future. Um, was that the, um, the, the black woman? I forget her name. She was on Shark oh, Tank or something like that. The, the oh. black woman's gone. We got yeah. a, it's a guy marrying and uh, Gary. Marino, Gary. go ahead. What's your comment? What's your question? Marino, are you there? I'm here. Yeah, what's your comment about Gary's marriage future? Okay, it's doing pretty good, but right now they're going to close 10 schools. So they'll knock 10 schools down uh-huh. in Gary. And they're talking about they're going to close up. Uh, they're going to knock down Horseman, Baldy, Emerson, uh, let me see, Carver, Lou Wallace. Hey, hey, Marino, how 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 will that affect Gary? What what will that bring out? What what will happen to Gary if the, if all those schools are closed? Because they closed fifty in Chicago a couple of years ago. Okay, they closed a lot of in Gary, and they're busting kids like cattle here. Okay, okay. And Ernie Piles in good condition needs needs re- re- renovation. Okay, Lou Wallace, no problem with that. That needs to be rehab. Okay. Marino, thank you so much for your call. Really appreciate it. I mean, it is. I mean, Char- you know, Charles Love is from Gary, Indiana. So, yeah. um, and he talks about some of the stuff that's happening in Gary. But uh, Gary's another. Uh, uh, look at what happened to Gary. Look at what happened to Detroit. You know why? Policies, ideologies, that have destroyed those two great, once populous states. Yeah. Oh, you're listening to Black and Right Live on AM five sixty The Answer. Call us. We want to know what's on your mind. 312-642-5600. If you've missed any of our shows, go to 560theanswer.com and check out all of our past episodes. While you're at it, like the Black and Right Facebook page and interact with us all week long. Follow me at J. Anthony Speaks, Twitter and Facebook. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right on AM 560 with Charles Love and John Anthony. Black and right on AM560, The Answer. For Lon, we are having a good time. Yes, we are. <laughs> I'm your host, John Anthony, in, in studio with Verlon Galloway and somebody that's decided to stick around, Brandon Harris from Freedom, Freedom Movement USA. You're stuck with me, John. That's what <laughs> it, happens it when you're having too much fun. <laughs> it looks that way. But, I, but I, I, you know, dude, I, see, I get on my soapbox sometimes, and I haven't had, I haven't been on, I haven't had soapbox moments in a while. You know, because I try not to have them because I get really passionate when I talk. Uh, But I'm sick and tired of being told what to think, how to think, who to like, what not to like by these regressives. They're not progressives. Most of them are. And some of them are progressive. But but by these regressives who get, you do not get to dictate how I live my life. Simple as that. Sorry. Um, Yeah. See, I told you I get really passionate. So I better... Let it out, bro. Bring it back down. I do the same thing. (laughs) But, but... You know, Villan, I'm sure you heard about the the um, the FISA court abuse case with what happened with, with Donald Trump um, and all of that. And what happened was what had happened was the FISA court uh, appointed uh, uh, an individual who basically was basically said that all the things that the Republicans were saying about the FISA court, a court abuse did not happen. Why would you appoint someone, the the fox, to guard the, the, the hen house? Why? For long. Well, I think they want to cover it up. See, the judges don't want to go on record and admit they were wrong. Uh-huh. I think one of them did. 
But what they want to do is they want to appoint this guy just to get it off of them. You know, they, they don't want it. They don't want to try to reverse the ruling that they that they put out there for Donald Trump to be investigated and for him to have go go through all this Russian collusion mess in the first place. So that's why they put this guy out here to so, take the brunt of it. So 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 it said um, from from the article. Uh, what is this article? Uh, the Federalists. Oh, people might say, oh, that's a right wing paper, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> the letter came from uh, Representative Jim Jordan from Ohio and Representative Mark Meadows from North Carolina. Uh, in the letter, they said that he blasted James Bosper, who has the court that approves the federal spy warrants for tapping David Christ to advise the court on how to address the findings of DOJ Inspector General Michael Hordes. Chris. Ding, 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 winner, winner, chicken dinner, is a former Obama Department Justice official who falsely claimed that the FBI had done nothing wrong in surveilling Trump campaign officials during and after the 2016 presidential um, campaign. So you're going to put an Obama official who has, I'm sure there's a conflict of interest somewhere in there, who basically said um, none of that happened. You're going to put him in there to fix it? Shouldn't you put somebody that in there that um, maybe didn't have, didn't put out a public opinion about it? What's that, you, Brandon? I'm with you. I think uh, if we're going to put people in to be a part of an investigation, the last thing you want to do is put somebody in who's got an opinion like that, especially when the FBI is completely overstepped and it's been played all over the place. Every media station we can think of is now running on that. Okay. Now, I think, I think, I could be wrong, but I think we have Charles from Gary, Indiana. He said he wants to clarify on behalf of previous uh, Gary caller. Charles from Gary, go ahead. Well, I hello. Oh, this I is <laughs> This is Charles Love from Black and Right Gary Chicago. What's going on, Charles? <laughs> what what what, what was he talking about, about Charles? All right. Well, well, I wanted to explain. I think I know what he was talking about the the, the similarities between what happened in Chicago and what's happening in Gary. So, I ain't that old, but when I grew up in Gary and any listeners there that know will tell you, there were five, you know, multiple elementary schools, maybe 30 or 40, five Six high schools when I graduated high school. There's oh. now one. Ouch. Right? Partially because the number of people leaving, like fleeing the, the area like they're leaving Chicago. So people are bused from one side of the city to the other side of the city. That doesn't cause any right? problems. Right, right. So it goes further now. So the other schools are standing. So what he's talking about, there's a new mayor. And, and the woman you were talking about, Karen Freeman Wilson, was That's on her. Undercover Balls. Yeah, Undercover Balls. was on Undercover Balls. Yeah. Right? So Jerome... Prince is now the new mayor, and he's like, hey, I'm trying to do some things, and he was going to tear down schools that were already closed. So not closing them, they're already closed. Okay. Tearing them down. So, you know, when you talk to our buddy Brian Mullins, he's talking about, you know, when I say similarities to Chicago, he talks about instead of tearing them all down or just leaving them, you know, sitting there, you already got the resources. Do something with them. You know, use them for something. Yeah. So that's what the guy was probably talking about. It's like, hey, you know, if you're going to tear down 10 schools, maybe you tear down three because now you just got an empty lot that no one's going to use. And the ones that are in good shape, I think he mentioned like Ernie Powell. like, yeah, that, that school's in good shape. Yeah. He's saying maybe you should use the school for something else that you need instead of tearing it down. But it's like you say, until you fix the problems, until you change why people are leaving. Yep. I mean, no, no, I mean, you're just playing around the edges at that point. So true. But that's probably what he meant. I know some people are like, why is this guy calling from Gary? And what is he talking about? We're 30 minutes away. We have the same problems. That's why he was bringing it up. Yeah, I, I, figured, I figured that was. And, you know, um, you know, here in, in Chicago, the charter schools were trying to take them over, and then they got shut down. They were like, nah, no, we don't want any more charter schools. So uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll just let them sit, and, and the taxpayers will continue to pay for them, you know? 
Yeah, and then you, and then you got places for people to squat when they when they start yep. breaking the windows and climbing That's in, it. and it becomes an eyesore, and it's just downhill from there. So I get why he wants to tear them down, but you know, people are surprised if you don't work in that space, they don't understand how expensive it is to raise a building. So they think true. you can just tear a building down for yep. twelve dollars. No, you just tear it down. You know, you're talking about spending tens of thousands of dollars just to make an empty building empty lot. So. Yep. Well, Charles from Gary, Indiana, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for bringing clarity to that, though, Charles. Thank you, man. Have a good one. Hey, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. Uh, I thought that was a good segment. Yeah, um, that was a good segment. I, I, I wanted to we finish. shifted real quick. Yeah, we shifted because Charles was on. Right, hey, it's Come Charles, on, man. man. All right, uh, you're listening to Black and Right, AM560, The Answer. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. And now, more of Black and Right. On AM 560, here are your hosts, John Anthony and Charles Love. Well, welcome back to Black and Right on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. As you guys know, you just heard Charles Love call into the show. Uh, So that means he's not here. So that means I had to get a guest co-host. And I gave a call to my good buddy, Verlon Galloway, a friend of the show, to say, hey, come on the show. He says, hey. Okay, I'm on. <laughs> I appreciate the call. I love being here. Hey, b- b- before we get started on the next segment, I want to take a couple calls. Um, um, J- um, Brandon, you got a fan club here? I want to I take James first. Um, James had a question for you, Brandon. Go ahead. James, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, doing well. Brandon, I just, I, just had a, yeah, I just had a few questions for you, man. I, I see everywhere, and I just I want to know how that, you know, myself and other folks can get involved. Uh, with what you got going on, freedom movement, uh, I see everywhere. So, uh, man, you can go on to www.freedommovementusa.com onto our membership form and jump on there and sign up, brother. That, just to the website and just go ahead and hop on there and fill it out. Yeah, you can hop on there and fill it out, or you can go to the Facebook, uh, you can go to the Twitter. You can find all of that on there, and I really appreciate you watching us and following in the sport. All right. Thank you no, so much. Absolutely. For- I appreciate everything you're doing. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, James. Thanks for calling. Now, um, we have um, Mick. I want to take this question, this call from Mick. He has a question for both Brandon and John. Mick, welcome to Black and Right. What's your question? Hey guys, uh, this is Nick. That back it's Nick. Oh, Nick. Uh, how's, how, what's the yeah. question, Nick? The question is, uh, what what uh, chance do you think the uh, Republicans will take the Collar counties uh, outside of Cook County uh, this next election? I think, uh, Nick, we got a really good chance, especially you yourself running for uh, county executive there in Will County and everybody running down the line. If we focus on getting the youth out, we'll be able to kill it. What about you, John? Wait, is this my, 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 my good police guy, my good uh, former Braidwood chief, um, former um, uh, candidate for uh, sheriff, Nick Ficarello? Yes, it is, sir. Hey, what's going on, buddy? It's John Anthony. Thanks so much hey, for calling in, you? man. Uh, I, 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 How are you? I think where you guys are in Will County, I think Will County has a, a great opportunity. I think um, George George Pearson, the chairman over there, has done a great, a magnificent job of bringing the people together. Uh, I, I don't I don't think I've seen Will County um, this together since um, uh, my buddy Ed Ross. I mean, Ed, Ed um, I haven't seen it since then. And I think uh, you got some good people who are there, and um, uh, I think it's going to be good. Will County, I think um, uh, McHenry County always going to do well. I think uh, Kane County will will do well. Uh, Cook County, <laughs> we, we we got a lot more work to do in Cook County. That's my opinion there. So yeah, well, I appreciate I appreciate you taking my call and. Uh Wait, Nick, you're running for something though in Will County. Wave. What are you? You're running for something in Will County, right? What are you running for? 
Yes, sir. I'm running for workout executive. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, is, is there, can people find you anywhere? Do you have a website, anything like that? Uh, yes, I got uh, my website is uh, PicTech uh, 2020 PIC at ICK 2020 PicTech 2020.com. All right. Hey, Nick, Nick Ficarello, candidate for executive in Will County. Hey, thanks so much for calling us, man. Thank you, guys. Bye. Oh, Nick. Uh, I, I remember when he was Braidwood Chief. I remember when he was, um, he was running for um, sheriff, too. Uh, who did he run against? Was he it ran against Steve Egan? He ran against Copas. Well, Copas was a Republican. You had yeah. Steve Egan and Kelly on the Democratic side. Yeah. He lost to Copas and unfortunately and lost to Copas a few months after that yeah. race. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I knew I knew the Copas family very well. Uh, actually, um, when I was a sheriff's deputy, that's how I first met the uh, what was his name? Cap Copas, the first uh, first name, Paul Copas, or no, uh, the, the son or the, or the nephew. The, I can't think of his first whatever whatever his name is. Me. I met him at a, at a call. Uh, somebody had broken into one of his places in Kendall County. Wow. Yeah, so that's how I met him. But um, dude, I'm telling you, look, it's two forty nine. Mm. Where does this time go? But 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 before we, before we head off the break, uh, I told you earlier about uh, a congressman who yes. um, had a message that I think this should be the message. Um, throughout for the rest of 2020, uh, Congressman Mast, I think that's how I, you, you say his name. Uh, can you roll the tape? Question to ask a question. Some people might call this rhetorical, but I'm not going to ask it as rhetorical. There's a number of my colleagues still remaining here. I'm more than willing to yield to any of my colleagues that want to answer this question. If you walk out this hallway and you take a right and another right and another right, you're going to come to a several beautiful walls that have the names of our fallen service members from the war on terror. And I would ask, can any of you provide me one name on that wall that doesn't justify killing Suleimani? I got two minutes and 30 seconds. I'll be more than happy to sit here and wait. Somebody provide me with a name on that wall that does not justify his killing. And it was total silence. They even tried to take his time back from him. And he looked around at the chairman and said, hey, I'm not yielding my time back. I want you guys to know that what you're doing, you know, how your defense of this coward, of these cowards that are over in the Middle East and who are killing our men. I want you to sit and I want you to give me an answer. And not one person could give him an answer. You big cold blooded dummy. Big cold blooded dummy. And here's a man who lost both legs in theater. Both. I, I, I think about my, 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 my good friend. He's an attorney out in Kennel County, Carlo Colissimo, and just the passion he talks about. He served, he's a JAG lawyer, and, and anytime he talks about service, especially the men and, the men and women who serve, I mean, he, you, 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 I love being around him when he talks about it because it's, 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 it's amazing. It's just amazing to hear. And um, the men and women that serve this country, is that we, we, owe them, we, we owe them everything. And for anybody... To have any problem with the men and women that serve our country, I don't get it. I don't get how people can, can side with our, our known enemy. You know? You're listening to Black and Right, AM 560, The Answer. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right on AM560 with John Anthony and Charles Love. 
Hey, welcome back to Black and Right, AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Sitting in with me today is my good buddy, Verlon Galloway, and, you know, the stowaway, <laughs> Brandon Harris from Freedom Movement USA. Hey, be- before we go and, you know, do all the pleasantries and say goodbyes and all that, uh, I want to take Steve from Colorado. We, um, Steve has, um, he says, we live in purple Colorado. Pur- Colorado used to be red. I don't know what happened to him. Maybe Steve- Stephen can tell us. Stephen, welcome to the show, Black and Right. Yeah. Steven, you there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, go, what's your comment to question? Um, I work with a group of guys in the winter. Uh, we work for a very conservative uh, company uh, throwing trash. And uh, these guys are kind of bummed and kind of, um, kind of uh-huh. distraught of, no, they don't have anywhere to say, and if they do, it's been disrespected. And you know, we our record tells off. We all have families, and these guys are just kind of—I don't know—they just kind of. We talked about it. We're all we're all blood red. So so so. I, I, guys are, can, can I break this down for you? Can yeah. I break it down for you? This is what I, this is what I this is what I gather from you, Stephen from Colorado. You're white, and you don't feel like you you can be able to express yourself because it's the the moment you begin to express yourself, you you you're related, you relegated to a bigot, all that type of stuff. Not here on black and right. You can come here, you can express yourself because you won't be called a bigot unless you do bigoted, bigoted things. That's what well, that's the platform Brandon, we will have. Brandon and I have talked a lot, so uh, but these guys are, you know, we we go to work at six in the morning, get off at about six yeah. at night, throwing trash and. They just feel like every time they work that they can't, there's not enough at the end of the week or the end of the month to yeah. pay their stuff. And we got a horrible governor. And, well, uh, hey, Steve, I, I got to let you go. We don't have that much time. Have them tune in to Black and White on AM 560 The Answer. Have them go ahead and on 560theanswer.com um, and have them download the podcast and listen to the show. How about that? Thanks so much for joining us. There it is. Wow. So, Really quick, Verlon, you had a very important statement that you said that I wanted you to get out uh, when you said about Trump and how the lefties really feel about him. You know, it's the hate Trump media. You know, in their heart, they know that Trump did right by taking out that terrorist, but their ideology won't let them say it. It's hate Trump media. No matter what he does, he's wrong. So it doesn't matter. You know, that you, you can see what they're doing to him now. Yeah, so, so you know what? We're going to stand with Trump. We're going to be behind Trump, and we're going to help this man be president once more. So, so I was watching Sean Hannity's show the other night. I rarely watch Fox News, MSNBC, and CNN. I rarely watch any of them. Uh, but I, Sean had something I thought was very important. He had a uh, Trump accomplishment segment. Check this out. I'm going to read a few of them. Two SCOTUS picks. Stock market reaches all-time high. Wages hit post-recession high. Jobless claims lowest since 1969. Um, record number of Americans employed. Energy independence. We got China to purchase rice. Who does that? Trump. Um, millions of new jobs created. Signed promoting uh, Women and Entrepreneurial Act. Historic criminal justice reform. Ended war on coal. Gutted Obama-era regulations. Invest from major, investment from major businesses. Border wall construction underway. Signed safe Third country agreement with Guatemala. Signed student debt forgiveness for disabled vets. Tighten immigration asylum rules. Change rules of engagement for fighting ISIS and destroy them. Uh, historic tax reform. US, USMCA trade deal. New trade trade deal with Japan. Historic diplomacy with Japan. Fewer Americans on food stamps. Create a commission on opiate addictions. Open NY. Approve Keystone. And it goes on and on and on. 
Brandon, tell our people where they can find you. Hey, guys, you can uh, check us out at www.freedommovementusa or Freedom Movement USA on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And, John, I just got a last exit here. If you can sell ice to an Eskimo or rice to the Chinese, you can be my president. <laughs> you can go ahead. Right. Verlon. You can find me, Verlon Galloway, on Twitter. Short and sweet, but I got one question for you, John. What's up? After all that you just read, what did he, what is he doing wrong? Oh, everything. <laughs> Apparently, that's what the Democrats tell us. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Black and Right on AM560. Verlon, thanks for joining us. Brandon, Thank thanks for, for joining us. Thanks for Free Event Movement USA. Hey, go ahead, Facebook, like the Facebook, download the podcast, share, 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 share. Hey, guess what? J. Anthony Speaks. We'll be right back next week. <laughs> 